0: This time on Know Not the Mind Probe, episode number 63 Battle Hymn of the Who Public. <laughs>
1: welcome to no not the man, pro cadet that's it it's a drill <laughs> oh, sergeant yelling oh, wow, yeah. you gotta have a little it's a little martial, very martial. uh it's a very martial reading uh cadet this is a podcast uh, i don't <laughs> know why he's gotta be from the south they're um, all from the south yeah. giving a full metal jackety kind of thing here mm-hmm. um porter and i obviously met in boot camp uh <laughs> yes but- <laughs> we were famous. washouts big time yeah, washouts yeah because yeah. we were like oh we didn't we, we didn't want to join the military and then we're like we're going to the duke english department and, like, and oh, my thing was different. i forgot
0: my towel <laughs> yeah. i didn't bring my towel that i was, was like i'm like, so sorry <laughs> yeah, but i boy, can't
1: do this little boy. boot camp <laughs> <laughs> boy yeah that was that was a big yeah anyway um had we remained there uh, we probably would be both commanding an aircraft carrier instead of making this <laughs> podcast, um, which is where we watch and rank every single Doctor Who story ever. I'd I like to think we'd be jointly commanding uh, an aircraft carrier uh, together. Yeah, uh, and then
0: we'd and then we'd meet people who come on the carrier and get involved in their lives. And each week there'd be like maybe
1: a different celebrity who'd be there yeah, too. And I'd be I'd be the bartender Isaac on that. <laughs> <laughs> right. And then, but every importantly merging genres every week uh whenever like sort of the 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 nadir of the drama for like various characters you would just come up and be like this business will get out of control it will get, get out, out of control, control. control. we will all be be killed <laughs> that's right yeah mm. uh who are you uh, I'm John uh, Grant uh um, and I'm a lifelong doctor who fan um and also I used to love the love boat I watched it with my grandmother um and it was a classic show and yeah, uh, I've been watching doctor who for 37 years I only watched the love boat for a few seasons I think
0: Could I get a little background uh, battle hymn humming during my part? My name is Porter Mason. John's been asking me to watch Doctor Who for 25 years. And a year or so ago, I finally said yes. Mm-hmm. Each episode of this podcast, mm-hmm. we look at two mm-hmm. stories, mm-hmm. we go through the new Dr. Who mm-hmm. in order, mm-hmm. and our Dr. Who sommelier mm-hmm. <laughs> John finds a p- pairing with a classic story.
1: <laughs> glory, I have glory, sounded close huh. the trumpet that shall I ever hold if he... Yes, <clears throat> that,
0: is, uh, that is John! Uh, yeah. What do yeah. we have in store for this very, uh, uh,
1: very rabble rousing episode? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I, I hope all the people listening are like standing up now and they're like punching other people. They're like, ah, very warlike, because that's what yeah, these episodes no. are. They're very warlike. Um, welcome back. Of course, I'm just back from uh, New York, and Porter's just back from vacation. Only we're not. Wrap your heads around that, there, uh, podcast audience. Um, but uh, yes, we are. We are uh, in the. Mid-season finale in a very weird programming sort of thing that they were doing where they sort of split the season in two, um, this season and the next. Um, uh, so we have the, the the big mid-season with all the reveals, including a major, massive earth shattering reveal big one, big one. uh a, a good man goes to war it's got the doctor it's got rory it's got amy it's got river song it's got jenny and investor who are just hearing for the first time but we'll be back it's got people from it's all got of the other episodes yeah we tie people all over the place folks um and uh, uh we have paired that uh with another you
0: episode. want Centaurans? do you want Centaurans? there's yeah. a centaurian
1: yeah there's a cc there's silurians all over the place all over uh the place. there are it's a blue guy. It's a big fat blue guy. Did you want that? Did you like? Hey, what about a big fat blue guy? It's in there. It's in there. It's in there. Um, however, um, um, it's much more stripped down. Uh, uh, we have the second Doctor. Uh, epic. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we have. You want uh, people the... in like kind of toga type yeah, costumes? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like uh, and uh, and and guys with big shoulder pads. Very eighties look, actually. Yeah. Um, yes, we have uh, the second Doctor Jamie and Zoe in the Dominators.
0: All right, let's see. A Good Man Goes to War. Notably, we just, uh, in the previous episode, we talked about the two-parter. This feels like it would be a two-parter. Yeah,
1: a lot. But it's <laughs> not.
0: It's one episode. A lot happens in this episode, but it's a single... Uh, well, it's 50 minutes, so it's slightly longer, but it's a single episode. It aired on the 4th of June, 2011. Uh, you just mentioned all the characters who are in it, so Thousands. I won't go through that again. It is... oh and I usually like to tell you what number it is. It is story number 218. All right, so let's hear a clip from Good Man Goes to... Colonel Manton,
1: you will give the order for your men to withdraw. No, Colonel Manton, I want you to tell your men to run away. What? Those words, run away. I want you to be famous for those exact words. I want people to call you Colonel Runaway. I want children laughing outside your door because they've found the house of Colonel Runaway. (laughs) And when people come to you and ask if trying to get to me through the people I love, is in any way a good idea? I want you to tell them your name. Look, I'm angry, that's new. I'm really not sure what's going to happen now.
0: The anger of a good man is not a problem. Good men have too many rules.
1: Good men don't need rules. Today is not the day to find out why I have so many. Mm, very badass line from Matt Smith. Now,
0: <clears throat> yes, and the title of this episode, and and then it's it's presented. Several times. Uh Night Will Fall and the Dark Will Rise when a Good Man Goes to War. Yeah. Demons run when a good man goes to war. Night Will Fall and Drown the Sun when a good man goes to war. It 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 felt like it was referencing something to me. It was like, oh, is this a classic line from literature? But I guess it's
1: just from this. I yeah, mean, Stephen Raffert just he's he likes poetry. There's a lot of poems uh in his stuff. Uh and we'll see this uh in some other stuff too. Um uh, he, he does like to write little little poems, little doggerel, I guess you might say, uh, to to give it some – to import some gravitas. But yeah, no, this, this is all made up. And it starts to – sort of legend of the doctor and all these, these – sort of so Here's gravitas. the full <clears throat> sort of
0: the skinny. poem. Demons run when a good man goes to war. Night will fall and drown the sun when a good man goes to war. Friendship dies and true love lies. Night will fall and the dark will rise when a good man goes to war. Demons run but count the cost. The battle's won but the child is lost. So I mean, that's yeah, uh, it, originally shell Silverstein. Like it's one of shell Silverstein's darker <laughs> um, poems. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so what happens? Well, I mean, boy, a whole a lot. lot. Uh, I mean, but but, and but, I just I question why it needed to happen so suddenly. Um, I I'll just I don't even know. I'll mention some. it. <laughs> we just found out that Amy, that the Amy that had been Amy, the Amy was a big was pile of goop. Yeah. Was was goo, which as you mentioned, they spent a whole episode saying these people's lives are important. That she immediately turned to goo. I'm still laughing thinking <laughs> about that. Um, so, uh, but so then we, he says, I'm gonna find you. I'm gonna, mm-hmm. I'm gonna, I'm gonna find where you are. Well, we find out that she's being held
1: by an evil lady who's this lady <laughs> hey lady um, and she's got an eye patch so we know she's evil if she had a goatee she'd be like super evil so right maybe, right maybe she's a little ambiguous right at, at the beginning <clears throat> um, at, at demons run yep. and
0: she is and uh, amy has given birth at this point i guess yeah um and then a couple things happen R- rory is <sighs> So yeah, part of the reason why this really felt like a do-parter is because there's a very quick period at the beginning where they say the doctor is going to gather every friend he ever met, yeah. and then they sort of try to do that in a span of like a minute, like yeah. they just go yeah. through. But but Rory's kind of going around recruiting the doctor's allies to getting them ready for a war. Yeah. Um. Even though we're, it's sort of unsure who we're at war against, other than like we know he's trying to get Amy, but yeah. like we don't know who we're warring against. And then one thing that we find out is Rory goes to River and says, hey, I need, I need yep. your help. And she says, I can't. But um, this is the this is the a defining moment for the doctor, the battle at demons run. Yeah. And this is where he really shows himself. And
1: there's a great, um, the, the river has a great little throwaway line. It's like, um, she's like, Oh, I was just with the doctor. He took me out for my birthday. We went to the last ice fair on the Thames in like 18 something. And Stevie yeah. wonder played uh, underneath the, the tower." <laughs> right. She goes, Stevie wonder wasn't, he? He's, you can't ever tell him. <laughs> <laughs> right. But she says, I can't come
0: because I'm busy. Well, she doesn't kind of explain, <laughs> but there's always these, I prefer, one of the most interesting things about the intro or the reintroduction and the threading of river into these past several stories is she says very clearly that I'm from the doctor's future and uh, this and the other thing. And maybe it's just because she would stonewall them about this, but they just never seem to ask her anything. Like they just don't, she says, Oh yeah, I know all about the doctor's yeah. future <laughs> and they just never ask her. now maybe she wouldn't tell them. So be- I don't know. Spoilers. But like, uh, spoilers. She says very spoilers.
1: spoilers. Um,
0: so, anyway, she says it can't come, but this is where... Does she tell Rory this, or she just says yeah, it as an aside? rise
1: so high and then fall to this so
0: No, but does she fast. tell him... I think she says at the beginning, he will learn who I am. Yeah, this is when he finds out who I am, yeah. Okay. Anyway, so Rory's like, all right, well, peace. I'm going to get all these other folks. <laughs> uh, Lorians, Jadoons, um, people who... Uh, he's sort of like the godfather here is like... Someday in the day will come soon. I will ask a favor of you, and all these people come. The blue and dude,
1: you got the pirate. I guess show her name briefly.
0: I'm seeing here. Her name is Madame Covarian. I yeah. I don't. Okay. I, I. Anyway, she is immediately this person. I, are we going to find out more about? Yeah, yeah. She, her? There'll be more. Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. So um, we also find out there's a young uh army uh. Fellow, <laughs> yep. lady, who says I lady. ran into doctor. I, I ran into the doctor on the Gamma forests, yep. quote unquote, and and you can tell. that these are the and this is the army that is gathering to
1: fight the doctor. Uh, right. But they're, she they're clerics, right? It's the it's it's the same yes, army people that months. were from the. But the, the the army people are all religious rank, right? It's, so it's the also the, it's the same army people that we saw in the Angels uh, one in the first season, right? Uh, the same. Type okay. Of, yeah all right i and don't know that i got they have that they just they mentioned the papal mainframe and all these, uh, these sort of okay. links to that right but right right we still don't understand really their motivation so there's still a little weirdness about where they're coming from and
0: i and yes and <clears throat> they talk about these headless monks who quite literally don't have heads are they robots is that
1: I don't, ghosts? I don't really right. understand what they was okay. <laughs> um
0: but but we've learned more about her and her name is lorna yes yeah and um don't get Laura. attached to her and Lorna, but Lorna said, she, like, she's heard of the doctor or met the doctor she once back on her planet. Yeah. She's very young. Um, okay, so I don't know. The doctor comes together, and again, it all happens very quickly. Like, yeah. the doctor comes together, all of his friends play these key final parts, but in the span of 45 minutes, it's just hard to understand how this is all coming together. They go in to rescue Amy, uh, they rescue Amy, but Amy thinks that they've lost the baby, but Rory has the baby. Um, but then at the very end, I think we find out that it was not the real baby. I yeah, swapped
1: out the baby, right? And she's like fooling you twice the same way. And I was like, oh no. And so there was the run. baby goo, also. Yeah, the baby's oh, goo, too. And like, no, okay. not the goo, baby. Now, if <laughs> you check your kids, hug your kids close tonight <laughs> so you know. Turn to them. Oh, gosh.
0: <laughs> so, anyway, but then what we find out so then River comes and uh whisper some things to the doctor who is seems overjoyed to hear these this thing also by by the way i think they've kind of said this before but also they say quite clearly we've hooked up yeah right man um because he's saying oh my gosh is that true but we've hooked up is that okay and and like so and then uh and then he leaves and but, but tells amy and roy before he leaves look i get everything now it, your daughter is going to be fine. Right. I have to go right now, and I can't tell you, and I'm leaving, and he leaves. Yeah. And then um, River explains what she told them, which is that she is their daughter uh, from the future, mm-hmm. and and they go through a bit of an explanation about uh, why her, how her name came to be River right. as Melody Pond, what they named her, which is Melody Pond. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Wow, man! Splash bang reveal. Yeah. Though I did kind Were of you shocked. Were you stunned? It. No, I knew this from before because I looked yeah. it up. I spoiled it myself.
1: Oh, um, spoiling.
0: But so I was kind of wondering how this is going to come up. There did come a period of time in all this where I had, I had spoiled it for myself. And then there came a period of time over the course of the last few months where I'd forgotten what I had spoiled. I, like, <laughs> I remember she's important. Yeah. <laughs> but why is it? So I think um, so. I wasn't shocked, but uh, I, I think there's more to come that I don't know about. So, um, yeah.
1: Yeah, so they're picking up threads obviously from the beginning of the season, um and the um uh, uh you know still trying to piece this all together. It is you're right, it is weird. There's I mean, so obviously you get the big reason reveal. That was shocking uh, to the world. Uh yeah, world leaders giving statements and it's sort of like, whoa, <laughs> didn't expect uh, prime minister resigned, uh things like that. Um uh, but yeah, it is, again, it is, it is not entirely clear. Uh, and I think it's intentional. I mean, is it, I, cause again, more stuff gets filled in here. Um, it's, it's not entirely clear who these people are why they want to kill the doctor, how they've been, why they've all been gathered, who this Kavarian woman is, um, and stuff like that. And I think it might be, um, and he just seems fills in more blanks towards the end of the season, but then even, I think the next season has to fill in a little bit more explanation. Um, and I think it's a little bit like that for the season premiere, the two-parter with the Nixon. It's just like, I, I get you want to set up a mystery and a running story, but I think you needed to explain a little bit more. <laughs> There's a little too much mystery here. Um, or I don't, yeah, it's not clear what exactly is going on. Um, and then I also just felt like
0: well, the reason I thought of for the two-parter, and look, they've also done this in the past and I found it boring, but I feel like if you're going to do this thing, and if you're going to claim that it's this big moment where the whole universe is getting together to help the doctor, yeah. then it can't just take place over the course of eight minutes like right it, mm-hmm. it 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 feels like you're trying to give it weight and yet by screen time i don't see yeah. much weight so like if instead there had been many two three episodes and you would follow these plot lines of the different groups yeah, of people their armies and be and, like oh yeah. i'm gonna i'm gonna stay with them for a while and see how they're doing and then i'm gonna go over here and yeah then like Uh, which may or may not be better. Like I said, that actually did happen in one of uh, one or two of the Russell T Davis things. And it was ultimately not a satisfying either. (laughs) So no right answer, but it just, it it felt strange to imply that this big thing was happening, but it all happens off screen and we don't see it. Yeah. And
1: there's like, I mean, um, there's also it obviously this is, you know, budget and time and other things like that. But it's just like, uh, the doctor's existed forever. And imagine if he started calling in all the favors from all of the many people and races and friends that he's helped and whatever. And it's like, ah, conveniently, all the people, friends, and races he's met in the last season. <laughs> like, <laughs> right, like, right. Well, we could have brought in the brigadier or all these other people, but nah, just just recent, more recent people, everybody. Um and uh and Yeah, I think it just meant to be like, aha, isn't this exciting, all these callbacks? And it's like, eh, uh, the pirates showed up in the elevator, and then uh, the, the, the airplanes from World War II, okay. and it's just a little, yeah, um, it was a little... And then I... Rivers set up also it's like the doctor will rise so high and it's like okay well, we beat these people in three minutes and he's kind of yeah uh, four <laughs> and then the so, so low and it's like okay well the baby's gone but then he's like oh it's okay everybody and it's like well is that really he's had some worse days for that too so i have a question when you recognized uh
0: watched this in real time and found out about the reveal mm-hmm. uh we were actually just talking about uh, a new star trek show mm-hmm. um and where there is such an over-reliance in these long-ring stories to tie people together into their familial history is such a big part of it. I think you were mentioning that it's like, Oh, it it was a Star Trek thing. Like Khan's granddaughter is like, why does she need to be Khan's granddaughter in the show? Can't she just be this character? So did you have a similar feeling when this time was like, Oh, did we really need it to tie like this or this is pretty unique in doctor who for this? Yeah, it was
1: certainly, yeah. And, um, uh, and i think it's set up enough that because of course the doctor's meeting river out of order right the first time he meets her is when she dies and so i think it's set up enough that there is this weird time thing that it kind of works um and they have been setting up you know amy uh they do have the very funny sort of scene where he's you know it's Madame ambassador's asking him about like how the baby how the baby could have special sort of properties or whatever which is how you describe children. Like, what properties does your child have? Oh, <laughs> hair. Uh, <laughs> now Oh, nice. Um, and, you know, he's it, it, very sort of funny, innocently being like, oh, I don't know. You know, the only time they, they the first time they were really alone together was in the TARDIS on their wedding night. And she's like, he mm, goes, oh.
0: <laughs> I forgot to mention, that is a key thing we find out about the baby. Um, well, there's some, the some plot like feints and things like that because, uh, we we say oh they they said the 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 baby is half human half time ward. Mm-hmm. and then the doctor has a couple lines where say where he says it's mine and then you're like oh are we getting yeah. into something here um, but then it's referenced that uh, well no it's I guess that like you could get this time DNA yeah. or what have you if you're
1: or you know copulating in, in a TARDIS <laughs> and then I think the the people the the military guy and madame kavari and i think they knew about this and so that's why they wanted the baby somehow they knew about these properties yeah it, it could it could use a little bit longer uh storyline you know again i do think um uh and it's one of why he's brilliant in many ways too maybe it doesn't quite work here is is steven roffett's just like he loves to just be like Oh, I'm just gonna drop in this major character for like a two minute, like the the Centauran who's a nurse. Uh, oh, that's a cool character. Yeah, yeah. and the and the, well, I'm glad you like him. Uh, and um, uh, Vastra and Jenny. Like, oh, there she's a Silurian who lives in Victorian England, and she solves crimes. And like she's hunting Jack the Ripper. Right. And so like, it's like, oh, it's like just i oh, just throw it in or the headless monks. Right. Oh, yeah. By the way, these are this is an order. And they, you know, this is what they believe. Like, so he loves to throw these things in. But, yeah, it might be just a few elements too many. You're right. It is a lot like that Russell T Davies one where they, they brought everybody together. Um, but at least there they were all established characters. And so we all kind of knew them. And, and it was a little bit easier to find. They had two parts. Um so yes, this is a, this is a weird one. Um, this uh, had me
0: thinking that they were established. I was like, "Oh, did I not, <laughs> did not remember?" Yeah, seriously, I, I was sort of thinking that.
1: Well, um, Vastra Jenny uh, uh, come back um, uh, because they they were very popular. So there's a whole thing. There's now even a spin-off series on Big Finish with them, um, which is great. Um, so also gets uh, Rory again continues his badassery. Right, the beginning of Rory dressed as a security. which is kind of nice. And I do like the finally getting Amy like talking about telling the baby he's coming to rescue or whatever. And it's like, Oh, she's talking about the doctor again. But then it's like, no, it's your father. Um, I was like, okay, that's good. Uh, um, and then is this is—you really do start to get this myth, and this is something Stephen Moffat sometimes got a little heat for. This myth of the Doctor as like this legendary figure throughout the universe, and everybody knows who he is, and and things like that. Which is sort of a um, this is a shift, right? He's always been an anonymous character, right? You know, the early series, like he never went anywhere, and they're like, "Oh, you're the Doctor. We read about you in the paper." Like, I mean, like it's like just a um, he's a. He's he's just wanders around. He's a he's a nomad, and nobody really knows of him. Now it's becoming like, oh, he's this legend, and he's helped so many people, and the name Doctor has a meaning throughout the universe, and and blah 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 blah. Um, so that's going to come back a little bit more, um, as time goes, and it makes sense in some ways, um, but um, uh, you know, it 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 um it also does really change the character, right, and sort of his place in the place in the universe in the story. Um, but yeah, this is a uh, um. It's also one that's interesting because, you know, as I think about things I rewatch and stuff like that, this is all plot. It's all just like here. here, And we got to get this all out of here. We got to get this all out, folks. (laughs) Um, And so it ends up being not that entertaining because you're just like, hey, we got to get you from A to B here uh, to move this storyline along. I think Um, you also forgive it.
0: Mentally, you forgive it a little because the shock ending and the reveal kind of, you then have kind of amnesia about the episode. You're like, all I kind of remember is that they still need to get the baby and the baby's river. Like that's yeah. all you kind of remember. Like, yeah, exactly.
1: Thing. And I guess it's, yeah, bringing all these different elements and there's so many things going on that you're just whipped from thing to thing to thing. And it's like, oh, okay. I don't have time to pay attention to or Like, wait, what happened to that character? Or why is that character significant? Um, yeah. It's a, it's, um, it's a weird episode. It's a very weird episode.
0: All right. Well, why don't we go to instead a classic. Yeah incredible episode just an amazing story start to finish uh the dominators this is season six story number one it is the 44th doctor who story this is the second doctor story when to get jamie and zoe uh it is five parts and we and 25 minutes each we need every minute of it yeah, i mean we just absolutely need it 10th of august through the 7th of september 1968 it aired and we have a little clip here, which I will play for you.
1: You are the council of this planet. Yes, I am the director. You control the population. Yes, we presume that. I you... require information. If you care to make an appointment, there is. all the correct we to Listen and obey me. This courtesy to our director is not to be borne. Silence. You will provide me with certain statistics. Really, sir, require... I must protest. Protest? You defy me. You defy a dominator. Senex is our leader, and as such, he demands respect. I warn you, a dominator must be obeyed. Your leader is nothing to me. I respect only one thing, superior force. You will obey my command. Sir, you would do better to request rather than command. Silence! Perhaps if we were to explain... After all, your visit is needed... I will give you no further
0: warning. I insist that you conduct this meeting in a manner acceptable to the Dulcene... Fuck! Destroy! Ah!
1: I do all like. Right. The, I do like. If you only make an appointment, <laughs> <laughs> and that is, like, folks, that's the most exciting scene from the entire uh, episode.
0: All right. Well. Um. All right. <laughs> well, we have a couple things going on here. We yeah. have this group called the Dominators, and you can tell by their name they they mean business. Yeah. They land on a really beautiful vacation <laughs> spot called the Island of Death, <laughs> and what this is. It and I think it's Zoe who points it out. Is that it looks like a place where they used to test nuclear weapons? Yeah, something about it evokes that. Day, I forget what. Um. So we find out that there's another civilization that lives here the the Dulkins the D- Dulcans. is a, yeah
1: Dulcians, I think yeah. Dulcans, when you put dull in, the in the name of your alien species, that's always a bad start. Like, nah, the the dull ones. Yeah. And I always do find this interesting
0: about Doctor Who. Uh, as opposed to let's say Star Trek, I, I don't know, maybe Star Trek does this sometimes too, so I'm, my my memory of of Star Trek is that usually it's like you get one race of people at a time, yeah, you go to the new planet and you learn about this race, and what's their deal? Oh, okay, this is the philosophical quandary that comes up with this kind of a, mm-hmm. a civilization, and then you and then there's you know some sort of uh, plot that revolves around a weakness in this logic that they have, right. and no yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Doctor Who often throws in two or three at the same time, yeah. So here, what we have, we have the dominators, who are ruthless and just want to dominate, yep. but also have very strict rules and hierarchy, mm-hmm. and want to kill you, but only so much as it helps them dominate. And we actually, aren't power. really, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're they're not necessarily interested in just like killing you for no reason, right? But they will kill you at the drop of a hat if you're getting in the way of them attaining power. Right. Yeah, um, and they're and they're just going around the universe. Dominating, yep. <laughs> doing their
1: thing. <laughs> okay, then we have. Uh, we adult, talked about yeah. last episode of the podcast motivation. I mean, here you go. What's your? <laughs> they, I want to dominate. Um, well, why? dominate Name people. It says we're the Dominators. Like, What am I supposed to do?
0: <laughs> okay, the other group of people here uh, are on. They're for all intents and purposes, they're human, and they're on a on an Earth-like planet, but they live in this planet that's very peaceful. And what seems to have happened is that years ago, when they got into their nuclear era, some nuclear bombs were tested. They're real, it sort of set them off toward this uh, epiphany that we should just be peaceful,
1: yeah, and
0: that we are ultimately sort of like I I think of they reminded me a lot of what I would imagine certain aspects of like the Greek civilization were back then, where we just needed to talk through and debate everything, yeah, and we just, yeah, as long as we just debate everything. Well, and because they've developed into a completely peaceful uh, civilization and, you know, sort of evolved, I guess, uh, in terms of their education and, and their manner of thinking, they can sort of afford to debate things endlessly because there's no pressure on them. There's right. no you know, no one's threatening to kill anyone with those like, well, let's just talk it through for eons until we come to a good solution because we, you know, mm-hmm. we, we can afford to Which makes for great television. I mean that is yeah. <laughs> the Dominators land on their planet and want to take it over, and the Dulcians basically they, they they don't know how to. It is not in their conception to counterattack or try to stop them because as they talk it, they're just talking it through the whole time. Literally for all five episodes, there is a group of them who never just stop talking it through. Um, and like, they're just almost like running out the clock. It sort of works like in, in some way. Um, and then there are some radicals within them saying like, Hey, we should actually do something. <laughs> <laughs> what
1: if we did something? <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, I love this. The- great. They're like, uh, they're, yeah, they have the committee chairman and it's chairman Tensa. And they're like. And they sort of set him up as no, like he's in guy. he's he's
0: in the emergencies. Yeah. They
1: only call him in for emergencies. <laughs> and they're like, ah, the brilliant tensor will have an idea. Tensor will have a plan. tensa will know what to do. And like he comes in, he's like, I see three options: we submit, we flee, or we die. And they're like, <laughs> oh, he's and good. Like, that guy like Let's is good. talk <laughs> through each of them. And they,
0: they, and then they do. They talk through each option. They're like, what if we die? They they like talk through all these things. <laughs> So, anyway, and then within, but, by the way, going back to the Dominators, there's trouble in Paradise, because some <laughs> of the Dominators, <laughs> they want to dominate a little more aggressively than some of the <laughs> other Dominators,
1: and, you know. But it's done, this is, what, this is my favorite part about it, is it almost redeems the entire episode, is it's played like a, a manager with an annoying subordinate. Right? Yeah. And it's just like, uh Toba stop killing everyone and and, and and he's like we have to kill everyone it's like stop it no and it's just this irritated like that I, I do like as ronald allen plays Rago, uh who's the head dominator um and he does play it was just sort of just resigned like oh boy wait, there's one in every there's one in every spaceship hi huh, everybody <laughs>
0: <laughs> well this is an interesting twist because there's sort of more mining but they want to mine the radioactivity itself which is interesting the radioactivity seems to be being sucked into the core of the planet, uh, I think, ultimately. And then they're talking about, like, blowing up the planet. And then I honestly don't remember how the doctor ends it. I was sort of tuned out by then. But uh, he, they, he, um, they uh, saved he, the
1: day. So they're in the, <laughs> they're in the bunker underneath the museum, and they're going to drop the, there's the seed device, which is going to turn the lava radioactive, which is what they need it to do. Uh, and so um, they are going to drop it down the, the pit. Um, and so the the doctor, Jamie, figures out, well, if we just tunnel from the bunker to the to the shaft and then we just catch it when they drop it <laughs> and then they and then the doctor puts it on their spaceship and blows
0: them up. Oh, I should mention it's Jamie and Zoe.
1: Jamie, always great. Love Jamie. Um, a lot of comedy I- business with him and Troughton. They have they seem to be having a lot of fun together, just being jokey and stuff
0: yeah and he was great and and yeah because he's with one of the the rebel dulcians who's kind of into doing some more stuff and jamie who's very matter of fact about like well if we want to stop them we should actually stop them and kill some of the robots and do that and the guy is just continually blown away by (laughs) well you certainly seem to have some ideas about it's like i'm just trying to move along here buddy like well i love the uh,
1: i do love um that is that's cully i was played by an actor named arthur cox um, and the way it's written is they're like, yeah, Cully. He's like this teenage rebel uh, son of he's the. Like <laughs> he's like forty years old, forty and sort of paunchy and like it's like balding. Yeah, just like, that's funny. He's like, hey, he's a wild rebel youth. <laughs> You're just, and he's also not helped that he's wearing a, a little tutu. Uh, and fairy. then uh, so but but
0: but Jimmy is fun, and um, I I still <laughs> the second doctor always throws me because he's such a ninny sometimes that, like, I just the way he's, he's always like, oh, <laughs> he's always <laughs> like, I don't know, he's he's just something is very
1: odd to me about him when he but, plays um, this he has to be stupid. Remember, he he realizes that if they think he's smart, yes, they I like so he pretends right. to be stupid, uh, and then he's just like, oh, I run away, and you put uh, yeah, it's, it's yeah. Um, um and then the corks, uh who guess, are the robot protect? that
0: yeah. was i was the the robot protectors of the dominators who yes jamie is able to kill just <laughs> by basically pushing him over he has a gun yeah. at one point it's like okay but then later it's just like uh, they're they're blown away. Who could? Po- no one's ever defeated a cork before, and he's just like <laughs> push them amazing. down left At and right. At one point,
1: doesn't Kelly just roll a giant like rock down a hill? Like a it's like a it's like a Looney Tunes. Like he just tips one over with a rock. Yeah, <laughs> it's like uh Whoop. they'll never be stopped. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is a bit of a disaster uh off screen as well. So it's re- it's credited to Norman Ashby, which is actually a pseudonym for um, um Mervin uh is it Mervin Pinfield and uh Henry Link- uh, Mervin Hayes, excuse me, and Henry Lincoln. Um, and, uh, um, I, you, you're going to be disappointed, I think, um, because it was originally going to be six episodes long, um. Uh, oh no, no there was yeah, more content yeah. <laughs> and the, the producer even the producers like no this this has to stop <laughs> and so they cut it off at five episodes it ticked the writers off who also got into a fight over rights to the because yeah the quarks were going to be the next big thing um they were terrifying right? It was going to be ah this this will be the, the move over daleks uh the tiny little quarks are gonna be are gonna take over the the movie screens and and just to, you know there'll be sex symbols I don't know um, but uh, they, <laughs> they um, thought it was gonna be a big merchandising thing, So there's a whole dispute over this um, I wasn't scared of them John but they are sexy <laughs> <laughs> well so I think they're played by they had child actors who played them because they're so small uh, and I did read some review where it was like maybe if they had they had these like cute little voices um, and, and yeah, things like that, and if, right. they, if you contrasted that with like they being evil and and ruthless or something like that, that might have made them creepy. But they're never, uh, yeah, they're never particularly effective. They just sort of wave back and forth and and you know and, and shoot things every once in a while when they when the guy yells at them too um they do show up in the comics and stuff a little bit uh and someone tried to like someone really tried to be like ah the quarks they're back and the doctor's like no <laughs> not the quarks <laughs> um, and uh <laughs> they do mention in the war games when he's flashing through the enemies that he's faced he's like ah the cybermen and the ice wars and and the quarks and even the time I was like mm. I don't know about that. You you've lost us on that <laughs> one. Um, this is a um, as I say, I do like um, uh, Patrick Stewart and, and Fraser Hines are having fun um, with this, uh, including a lot of interesting, like funny little comedy business of them pretending to be dumb and then you know sort of just little jokes of them interacting. I love when the Doctor's rewiring the little shuttle pod thing that's going back and forth. Um, and, um, uh, and as I say, I like Rago. I think like Ronald Allen is trying very hard, um, to, to, to give some character to this. And he, he's just, yeah, he just plays this very resigned sort of keeped upon supervisor. You feel like he's got to like, at, at night, he's got every time Toba, uh, you know, kills somebody, he's got to like write a report about it. And he's like, you know, at his <laughs> desk with like pen and like, Ugh. <laughs> Um, they do try, <clears throat> um, they could have played this a little bit more. They do. Try, I think they try to justify just like, oh, he's, he's, um. Uh, they have to save power, like they they can't afford to blow everything up because they need this power and stuff like that. So there's sort of, there's that it makes some believe well, it's just been pointed out. I was like. If Toba had been allowed to kill everybody, then they wouldn't then they would have won. Like he's actually right. Um like every time and but every episode it's like Quarks, destroy. And then it's like a cliffhanger, and then the immediate thing is like, hey, no, Quark, don't just dest- Quark, stop it. Toba, stop it, don't destroy. And it's like, oh, that's that's the exciting resolution of this, uh, <laughs> this Um and then yeah, do you do have this um and clearly this is 1960s uh dr who and, you know this is I, I think it's a reflection of we'll talk about this in themes it's a reflection of just a little bit of the uk sort of grappling with post-war and you know they you know in, in chamberlain and stuff like that and kind of and being very anti-pacifism right i mean this is it was clearly a pacifist mm, in this yeah yeah and being like no this is really bad i mean that the, i'm not quite sure why the idea of pacifism immediately means that they're just indecisive idiots right <laughs> right do anything right it's like that but that's clearly the, the the take that the writers have it's an interesting it's it's a again not one of the better remembered uh, doctor who episodes i'm going to say like you you don't go to conventions and people are dressed up as the dominators and talking about the dominators and you know people have dominator parties i mean they do in other contexts but not. yeah like that's a different <laughs> The themes are in the stuff,
0: and then we watch all the shows. Themes go. marching
1: or something. Yeah, Or is are we doing Doctor Strangelove? It could also just be. Ooh, yeah, right. Then does Doctor Who, yes,
0: ever interact with Doctor Strangelove? Uh, interesting question yeah yeah <laughs> interesting
1: question i think spoilers spoilers i can't <laughs> oh man and dr well, strange there's a dr strange Doctor Strange love dr who crossover it's a lot of doctors and then uh, and then, uh, doctors from er it's confusing
0: well we are adhering to the, of the repeating themes here we'd like to look for certain ideas uh that thread themselves through time and space and dr who uh, John, what did you want to touch on in, in this week's
1: war? Mm, what is it good for? What is it good for? Absolutely nothing. Um, Absolutely no, nothing. it is, it is, I, I, I mean, the sort of link here is obviously, uh, the, the doctor and the idea of going to war and, and, and pacifism and things like that. Um, and I, I'm curious to, you, I feel like doctor who as a show is confused about the doctor. Is he a pacifist? Because there is sort of the thing. Oh, he doesn't carry a gun and he won't, uh, but he also blows up a lot of things and kills people all the time, or makes other people kill people. Um, and uh, you know, he's it, and clearly the Dominators being like pacifism is bad, um, not a good thing. And Good Man Goes to War kind of has him raising an army, right? And and but then you've got like. um uh, the, the David Tennant, the Journey's End uh, one um, with uh, uh, you know, all the companions or whatever coming together and Davros is like, you turn people into weapons. You don't do anything yourself, but you make other people fight for you and, and things like that. And it, that that was one of those themes that was introduced there and then never really explained. They were just like, oh yeah, that's, boy, that that's, yeah, that's a tough one. <laughs> uh, let's be <B-9's> nice here, everybody. <laughs> hey! <laughs> so, uh, um yeah i don't i mean what and, and you know this sort of a oh is he's the doctor's best friend is the brigadier he's a soldier and he worked for a military organization and stuff like that so i, I think it's just what is what is doctor who's take on pacifism and and war uh, i'm curious as to what you've gleaned in your in your watching so far he definitely does
0: not seem like a pacifist like he will uh, meaning at all odds like oh we, <clears throat> we, we shall fight. just avoid conflict at any cost like no, he's constantly in ba- now he may be like using his smarts and stuff like that to avoid direct like combat. But that's but he's never sort of yeah he's not never sort of running away for a fight and is often like forcing fights with with certain things. Um, but he is also often trying to short circuit and definitely also talking down toward people who seem to get into needless fights and battles. That he feels like are about stupid things, but he definitely it seems like it's like he's been around the block enough that it's like, no, no, there's some things we have to fight for. And this is and they're important. It's just that a lot of the beings and stuff he'll run into will be they'll be having fights for not good reasons.
1: Yeah. So that we will get to it soon um is the very the second story the the story that interests the daleks one of the sort of subplots is the the other aliens on their planet the thals um are pacifists farmers and they don't want to fight um and um and the daleks of course are locked up in the city or whatever and the thals are trying to get help and the daleks kill some of them and then they're like well okay we'll we guess we'll give up on that idea uh and um and the doctor's like no, you should, you know, they're going to come find you and they'll kill you. They're, they're, they're ruthless. And they're like, oh no, no, we, we won't fight. We just won't do that. We don't fight in our culture. Um, And then it's, it's a great moment of the story. Cause they're basically like the Dr. Ian and Barbara and Susan are like, all right, well, we're going to leave. Uh, And then they go and the TARDIS doesn't work because the, a part was left in the city with the dollies. And then they're like, we got to go back and get that part. And then we, like, well, then we better get these dolls to help us. And so then they like <laughs> spend an episode, like trying to convince them to, go to war and again it's sort of like they're weak and the pacifism is definitely is clearly a cultural thing in, in Britain in the 60s and it makes yeah. sense in a way that pacifism was a bad thing uh, and it leads to Nazis taking over the world um, and the show has to I guess has that in the background, I mean you know we, you know this the continuity doesn't totally, but the character continuity seems to go um and so yeah, it does have to get into this very interesting where it's like, okay, well now he's gonna raise an army um and fight this you know fight these people because he, they turned um his friend into goo uh, <laughs> 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 he's starting to But it it does muddle the. I feel like the message is very muddled in Doctor Who. like what, and and I mean, and I'm not, I'm not a pacifist. Uh, Certainly, I you know that I've wanted to go to war with a lot of people, um, over the many years we've (laughs) done constantly. Um, countries, uh, even just one on one, like you versus a country, go people, and I like push, I like push world leaders, like come on, come on, why are you hitting yourself? Why are you hitting yourself? Uh, and um, yeah, I mean, it it seems like
0: he's trended more toward battles, uh, the farther the show has gone along i feel like there was more of a tinge of c- complete pacifism and uninvolvement in in stuff at the very beginning like as but as it went along it's just sort of at this point no that's just not even an all part of it
1: uh the, it's just, i think they may get more explicit with this um later but they're starting to do it here with the good man goes to war is they're like oh yes doctor i think in this one she's like oh doctor means healer or something like that i think later on right. the said where they're like Doctor means warrior. And he gets very shocked by this. And they're like, well, what are you know all you've done is gone and you overthrow no, She government. talks
0: about it in this episode. She yeah, says,
1: Don't you see to this to this culture,
0: this is what doctor means to them. Yeah, and it's yeah.
1: warrior. And he's he's very shocked and horrified by that uh that idea. Um and again, I guess that and, and maybe that's a good thing. Maybe we should all be, you know, we should all have to um I I i, I been doing uh teaching military ethics at, uh, uh, where I work, um, um, because we're constantly starting wars. Uh and um uh, it is it's very the, the ethics of of sort of conflict are very interesting because it is. it was it goes back to saint augustine on this the idea of just war theory uh and it clearly comes out of they were clearly like traditional ethics make it very clear you just shouldn't murder people like that's that is just bad and then clearly someone was like but we want to murder people or we want soldiers <laughs> to murder people uh to fight wars because we need to have wars like they they there's this necessity that sometimes you're going to have to fight. So they basically They're have a lot of fun. It gives us something yeah, to talk about. Do, I mean, right? There's no TV right now. Uh, so what are we going to yeah. do? Uh, and so yeah, they they basically come up with this whole theory of ethics, just war theory, about you know you you can you have to have a just cause to go to war, and then you have to behave justly in in combat um and uh, uh um and they had to just kind of make this up to justify it so again that tension is like yeah it's, it's not right but we have to do it and maybe that's what Dante's is kind of saying and that
0: that whole philosophical argument resulted in you know finally then understanding oh we can always do this because if anyone says why'd you get in this war you can just say just cause just cause you just, say, just, just cause. cause that's just cause, just cause.
1: uh yeah um and it's uh, <laughs> so it's uh and there is there is some revisionist. There's now just for revisionism where people are sort of saying no, no, no. You can't have separate ethical codes. Like this is just wrong. And maybe um, uh, sort of line of, of philosophy and ethical thought is just like well, some things are just bad, but you still have to do them anyway. Like you, know, you should you you do the the bad thing uh because it's going to create more good and yeah you're still a bad person for doing it but you had no choice and then people are like well wait a minute then it has to be a good thing right and it's like no nah, it gets confusing look it's all about it <laughs> has to do with trolleys apparently and like oh, you gotta okay, know okay. what good. to turn a trolley in which is again if it's you're ever in that situation um just be warned it's dangerous don't get in a if, trolley. By, the,
0: if by the way you're like me and had never heard of the trolley is that the trolley experiment the trolley, trolley car problem problem yeah. mm-hmm. trolley car problem uh watch the episodes of the good place about this because it teaches you about it i i'd never heard of it since hearing about it i i like hear about it now all the time in the zeitgeist but i just never known that
1: yeah i um, didn't i didn't really know it until i started doing this ethics program and stuff and it just it's a very interesting um way straying off the point <laughs> it is very it is a very interesting illustration of utilitarianism and sort of the question of uh of it, it creates all these different um challenging problems because if you're like oh well it's easy you kill the fewer people um but then you start to well okay but if you do that here then you do that here and how do you do that here and how do you do that here and maybe that again we'll circle back maybe that's what's um challenging for dr who's it's like He talks a lot about, he hates war and doesn't want conflict and doesn't want violence and stuff like that. But boy, there's an awful lot of violence. Yeah. (laughs) And he's
0: responsible for like, he's responsible for lots of of deaths. Yeah. And he's responsible for often having to choose between one planet being destroyed versus another. And yeah, I mean,
1: and, and, it gets, and the one thing I, I will say, uh, sometimes if I, some you know, I, I watch or listen to Doctor Who just about every day, but occasionally I get a little tired of it. And, and the one thing that I often get tired of is it's always, it's always, it's always like a moment of like, he's like, I'll sacrifice myself uh, to save everybody. And then some random person like, no, no, I'll do it. And he's like, okay. And <laughs> <laughs> it's a tough dilemma, but oh, okay, you're going to do it. Oh, great. Excellent. Excellent. We'll be off on the TARDIS. Ooh, that Ooh. was
0: yeah. a barn burner of uh but but good thing war we got war sorted out and that's good yeah, i'm glad right. we, and we got evil surf. last
1: like, last episode we just did evil evil and we worked that out now we got well war. to be honest
0: sort of sort of figuring out and 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 short circuiting evil and, and that made war easier yeah so like, okay
1: well, we got get evil yeah, figured out through so these I mean, things in order um next yeah. week uh, uh gardening tips no. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> how do you how do you keep your tomatoes growing uh in a high sun area on your roof that'll be next because week. if you're not if you're not warring with your neighbors more time for
0: guard your garden you more got, time, uh, more time
1: for how does your garden grow mm-hmm.
0: well look there's 299 official doctor who television stories we've ranked 124 of them yeah we're insane uh, we've gone insane so we're we're, we're gonna rank. rank we're gonna rank two more uh and i'll go first uh once again i was kind of Middle of the road or underwhelmed by these. Um, a Good Man Goes to War. Some fun moments, but uh, yeah, just kind of middle of the pack for me. I put it almost right in the middle of the pack. 65. Uh, I put it just below Aliens of London, World War Three, which is actually kind of a similar uh, big, big moment. Yeah. Um, and actually, I actually, I like that a little bit more. Um, put it above Face of Evil, End of the World um but yeah again good cast lots of fun guest stars I, i'm happy to hear we'll have some of these characters coming back yeah yeah. but um yeah good moments but nothing blew me away the dominators put more toward the bottom of the list but mm-hmm. not the not the very very bottom i have it at 91 i have it just below gridlock keeper of track just above evil of the daleks lazarus experiment um so yeah i mean i didn't i didn't hate it it wasn't extremely boring and also wasn't like super kitschy and fun mm-hmm. it was just it was and and i i i like jamie so it was like oh, i was a good jamie episode yeah. so yeah, yeah that's jamie. what saved it from being real low because it was just kind of boring but yeah um it didn't it was it didn't inspire like enmity and hatred i didn't want to go to <laughs> war with it john <laughs> ah,
1: you're a pacifist about yeah um yeah I, both these are kind of low for me too uh good man goes to war i've got it very i've got it actually below the rebel flesh almost people which now i'm kind of regretting but uh i'll stick with it um i got it down by the end of time for me um because it, it fits in that same category like some cool moments and nice to see some interesting characters come in but um uh, a bit of a mess uh, and trying to tell a lot of plots, and I'm not quite sure why or, or how. So I've got it at number 86. Um, and uh, and yeah, I mean, it's it's fine. There's just not a ton of rewatchability on it, but again, it's one of my criteria. Um, uh, and uh, I mean, not even there's so many characters and so much stuff going on. It's not even like there's a great performance that you can be like, ah, you know, the, the two minutes river song was on the screen. I guess she was good. Even I, I was actually I was stunned by um, Matt Smith. Actually doesn't show up till 20 minutes into the episode. Like the, huh. he doesn't actually appear on screen. Um, so you don't even get a ton of Matt Smith. Um, Dominators is low for me. Um, uh, Interestingly, they've recovered a lot more pieces of concept It was one of the few intact Patrick Troughton episodes. It was one of the first, maybe second or third Patrick Trouton episode I'd seen. I remember getting it for Christmas one year on VHS. Um, and yes, it's, I just it's I find it incredibly plodding and slow going. So I've got it down uh, just below megalots. It doesn't have the excitement of wow. cactus. Um, so yeah, I've got it at one nineteen. <laughs> uh, if it had a cactus in it, there was one around, but. Uh, um, And, you know, this one actually may suffer from having watched it too many times, right? I mean, so in other words, I knew what was coming and I know nothing exciting was going to happen. So it's like, oh, if I have already watched this a bunch of times. uh, So maybe that maybe rewatching actually hurt it there. But uh, yeah, I would have to imagine
0: knowing you knowing what the plot ultimately was. That I, when you would get to those episode breaks, you'd be like, "Oh God, that was only the second episode." Yeah, There's five of these. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, occasionally it just yeah, and so um, uh, it's uh, again Troughton is great, uh, and and we don't have too many as many Trouton episodes as others, so it's nice to see him in action. But yeah, uh, you know, just not, just not, not, not blowing my socks off.
0: <laughs> All right, well, I'll put it in a supercomputer, but uh, We're and see an where the rankings here can... of this podcast.
1: I'm gonna say.
0: We, we, yeah and yeah. this is interesting to me because of any number of things both of these once put into the supercomputer super just match your ranking somehow my rankings hardly even like ah, seem excellent. to take effect so you have become so, like, totally irrelevant at this point you ranked good man goes <laughs> War 86 and then in the combined ranking it's 82 mm-hmm. and then you ranked dominators 119 and in the combined rankings it's 110 my rankings don't seem to really be uh, finally moving I the control. needle i'm
1: in control yeah. of the
0: podcast i was surprised you had it that low so anyway uh you can see all those rankings and you can you can see john's or mines individually it's a you nice can, little screen there on mindprobe.show slash rankings you, you can, can yell at us check that if all you don't out like them you can yell at your screen if you don't like it if you don't like you can certainly yell at us via email you can go to Porter at mindprobe show or John mm-hmm. at mindprobe Send an email there and let us know uh, what you like or don't like about the show. Do you so. can subscribe. We'd love if you if you subscribe on Apple Podcast, Spotify, I mean, or any rate, of
1: right? Rate us. There's stars. You can yep. put in some stars. Do that. Yeah.
0: If if anyone listens to the show, do us a big favor and rate us on on Spotify or or Apple Podcasts. That would be a huge help. I just got a new iPhone. Does
1: that does that help in any way? <laughs> I mean it, it hopefully gives you some enjoyment about having a new phone but I don't oh, know it doesn't it, it doesn't, doesn't do anything make... in terms of ran- I mean if there people are like oh this was subscribed to by a new iPhone oh. versus like an old one people are going to be like ooh I yeah, think well, right. everything just ports over now. It was very. Confusing. I mean, I think the jury's still out. I think there are like then, 14 what... cameras on it, which is apparently important now. I don't. I don't get that. Anyway, sorry, sorry, digression. still working through some iPod, iPod <laughs> stuff. <laughs> um,
0: and you can also go to see our watch order. You can watch along with us on the show. Um, John, do you know what we have in store for next episode?
1: Yeah. So um, uh, things are going to turn around a little bit. We've we've been in a bit of a, a lull here. Uh, things are turning around a bit. Um, so we have the um. Uh, It's actually was uh, announced the end of this episode to be continued. and, And we have the intriguingly titled Let's Kill Hitler. Yeah, um, which was, did spark yeah. a lot of people being like, "Hey, ooh, this oh, be, yeah, I don't know. We should. We generally Doctor Who has stayed away from the Hitler of it all, um, <laughs> uh, and you know because sort of a wacky guy in a phone booth just showing up at Auschwitz was probably just never going to be a good episode, right? Um, sure. So, uh, so yes, yeah, so we we had uh, we had a few months to I think ponder the implications of let's kill Hitler. Uh, which will be the next uh Matt Smith uh, uh Amy and Rory story. Um uh, some live interesting surprise there. Um and um that, that story involves doppelgangers, um so more gangers, but not not ganger gangers, if, if that makes sense. Uh so we've paired it with Terror of the Zygons, which is a fourth Doctor, uh Sarah, Harry, and Brigadier story. Um uh so that's always always a always a probe favorite. Um, we just had a terror of the autons Yeah, so there's been a lot of terror, folks. Mm. Terror happens, mm. uh, and uh, yeah, um, uh, so that's uh, that's our that's our next one. So uh, some exciting revelations, actually, in the in the mid season opener, I guess is what you'd call that um but uh yeah so uh, let's let's find out what happens to hitler i don't know i don't know uh, <laughs> the, I, I have to uh, look i'm just gonna spoil it for everybody the redemption arc that they take him on was bold wow. but uh, i think really uh by the end of it you're like that guy's not so bad no
0: <laughs> <laughs> even muppet you truly are a genius um well uh the, we're excited for that 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 should be in a couple weeks this should be I believe this episode is coming out on July twenty fifth. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so uh so that'll be coming out in the beginning of August there, our next episode. Yeah. Um but here's that. Let's look forward to a summer of a summer of No Not the Mind probe. Yeah. Please spread the word about the show. Um here's uh, take you it on the beach. word. take out your yeah. like, probe on the beach. Listen in your beach chair. Yeah, that's the best time. And then you can talk. What I recommend when you're listening to the episode is to talk out loud to it. Yeah. And then yep. get
1: frustrated that we're not responding to you. <laughs> and you get frustrated with your beach companions that they don't know what you're talking about. Be yeah. Like, Excuse yeah. Me, yeah. You're not, oh, my God. I can't believe Porter said that. That that, that jackanates. Well, that ja- <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, what I recommend, too, is get everyone in your little beach party there to all put your he- headphones on and synchronize the beginning yep. of the episode yes, yes. and then all, all play yeah yeah exactly and then you can kind of have fun and you can think
1: sing the theme section yes. theme song yes. and like you know and you all here's your hunt here's to the future when you're when you're listening to it the game. and in, yeah. meanwhile your kids are being eaten by a shark or something. It, well, that, <laughs> that can happen. Keep an eye out for like a raft and a explosion of blood. We've all seen Jaws. This happens, people. We've I mean, look, we've been it. unsuccessful in our war against sharks. Yeah. There hasn't been a Jaws up. sequel. I mean, actually,
0: considering everything that's been going
1: on lately, there really should is in terms of movies bringing back uh, someone should bring back the original Jaws, like cast the original shark animatronic in it. Like, he's back re- oh, that is wow. good.
0: Yeah. I think War Shattered. You no, know, it just could occurs to me with our episode on war, the war of drugs in a lot of ways is winding down. Mm-hmm. Or we've seen that the kind of that was a ill-advised war the way that was going about. The war on terror has sort of yeah. gone into the background. Yeah. What so what's the new war? war? Yeah.
1: yeah. What concept are we at war with? <laughs> war? <laughs> We're at war with the, we had a war on poverty, but now we're at war with the poor. Oh babies. Uh, uh, no no, we're yes. uh, war with women's uri. Yeah. Mm,
0: that sounds right. <laughs> that sounds right. Mind dot show.